gonna be me. Ah, it's, <clears throat> you're one month too late on this one. It's gonna be May. See? <laughs> you missed the boat on this one. Next year, Mike. Next year. I did this one for Lance Bass. Yeah. The most, unbelievable, the most unbelievable thing about our childhood is out of all the boy bands that are, you know, the girls our age listen to, the only one that was gay was Lance Bass. <laughs> yeah, I still don't believe it. C- come on, dude. <laughs> I mean, Timberlake, he's married to, like, Jessica Biel or something. And they've been married for, like, a long time, I feel like, you know. He's, he really fell out. What happened? Did he, like, say the N-word or something? So you know what happened to Timberlake? He he did fall out hard. He got accused of cultural appropriation. Oh, we, yeah, come on. That one is that's obvious. Yeah, but he couldn't survive it like Gwen Stefani is able to, you know, survive yeah, it. In the, okay, but she tried to be Japanese. Who cares if you take the Japanese? This guy, I you mean, were in the Mickey Mouse Club. When you were like four years old, and now you're you're trying to act like you're a fucking gangster from South Central LA. You know, I personally liked Timberlake's uh, solo career. I feel like he was a very positive guy. He had really fun music. Um, the it was very upbeat, uh, rhythmically and you know musically, tonally very fun music to listen to and have uh, in any social gatherings. You. It used to be you throw on a Timberlake jam and everyone, you know, gets very excited and starts, you know, dancing and having a good time. Uh, then he came out, though, after the accusations of cultural appropriation, he came out with this album. I don't know. It was his last album. And on the cover, he's uh, in like jean, like a jean suit he's he's basically wearing like a uh what is it a canadian canadian tuxedo canadian tuxedo and he's got like a i want to say not a cowboy hat but he's in the woods and i'm pretty sure right after that or before i can't remember the timing don jr did a similar in the woods with a flannel shirt and jeans maybe it was flannel on the justin timberlake and so he got like equated to Don Jr. and then the album uh, flopped and that was it. We heard we've heard nothing from JT since then. Do you know the are you looking at it? Did you look up the album I'm talking about? I, I can't no, remember. But I, I wish these guys would realize, like, dude, Ben Stiller has done every famous guy a favor with that movie Zoolander. Because the minute a stylist tells you, oh, you should go for, like, the cowboy look, or you, got, you should be, like, the rough, tim- you know, uh, <laughs> lumberjack, you know? Yes, yes. Realize you're going to look like Derek Zoolander being a coal miner. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like, yeah. Not- it's, uh... <laughs> so that's like Justin Timberlake. I don't know what look you're going for here with this Canadian tuxedo. I don't know if it was Canadian Tuxedo. I'm trying to find it. I, you can only find like his, his hippest albums. It's it's really bizarre. Uh, I don't know. Um, I thought you were down with this. I thought yeah, you it's called Man of the Woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no, uh, it's like even gayer than you said, because it's like him in a flannel and jeans, but you only see the bottom half of there him. Was, it was a different cover before. I think they've changed it or updated it, but yeah, like 2018. Like, yeah, it's like a picture of him in a suit that's like cut in half. There's two pictures. When did Don... Yeah. <laughs> so when... it's like he's like, a, oh yeah, this guy's trying too hard. No, so it, here's my deal, though. I, so that was what? What year was that? That was... um 18. 2018, okay. And so Don Jr. Yeah. did the... Uh, okay. Are you have you looked up the Don Jr. in the woods <laughs> picture where he's no, sitting no. on the log with the jeans and the boots and the flannel? It's so it's so ridiculous. It was before he started growing that beard. Um, Dude, I literally just type in J- Don Jr. in woods. the woods, yeah, no, it's and the, it comes up with this, the, him oh yeah with the red flannel on the stump. It was <laughs> <laughs> the so, best part is the shoes. I know. So when did that come out? Okay, so 2017, all right? So the year before this album, Don Jr. did the guy in The, the Man in the Woods. Oh, yeah, dude. They definitely shot this, like, right after. Yeah, dude. And they then shot this right the after. year later, Justin Timberlake. And this is 2018, folks. We're, 
you know, we're not quite yet at George Floyd levels of, you know, race division in our country, but we were getting there, and this was, they were doing hard the cultural appropriation at this point, and Justin Timberlake got hit hard with that one. Oh, dude, this is so funny. He did a whole photo shoot. <laughs> you got to see these other pictures, dude. He's like leaning against an old brick, old stone wall. <laughs> they got him out in the field in the fog. They were priming Don Jr. for a presidential run, if I recall. Oh, not in a million years. Dude, he doesn't have what his dad has. No, but they they believed it. There was definitely, like, I, I do remember there being talk about it. And uh, I, I just... um, He takes himself too serious. The reason it worked for George Jr. is because he, he, he knew why he was there. We all knew why, you know. Oh, I got here because of daddy. You want some coke? <laughs> Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he knew what was going on. He, he knew the score. Yeah, W knew the score. That's why it was... When you look back at... That time frame. We're going back to 9-11, folks. I hope you're ready. <laughs> oh, I can't kick it out of my head. You look back at that moment in time, he did seem like a guy who was realizing, you know when he's sitting there in that classroom and oh, the, yeah. the towers are falling and they're telling him what's happening? Like He looks like a guy realizing, oh, I've been set up. Or I like yeah. something has been planned around me and I've been set up as the patsy, as the president, as the guy who's going to take, I'm going to be the face. My favorite part about that moment in history was how for the next two weeks, everybody in the fucking world ridiculed him. Yes. And talked about how, like, that was the worst thing to do. Like, they all had an opinion on how he should have reacted in that moment. Michael Moore and, did and the real time of it in his Fahrenheit 9-11. But you'd have, like, some waitress, and, like, all you could think is, like, oh, yeah, you the waitress. How would you handle somebody walking into this restaurant right now? Hey, Carol? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody just struck the World Trade Towers in New York. What should we do? It's all on you. (laughs) We We might be in war. We have been attacked. We don't know who it is. We don't know what's going on. What's your decision? What do we do? The whole nation is on is looking at you. Hey, Carol, the waitress at Denny's. What do we do? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but do we know? Do we know exactly what was whispered into George's ear? You may think we may presume that he was being told what was happening. I could argue the whisper was quite quick. It's possible. Plausible that the man uh, and you know the Secret Service fellow leaned over and said, "It's done." That's what I well could be. Well, we were just surmising that it was a couple of drones. We shot them out of the sky. We saw an opportunity to create a scenario where we could create war overseas. Uh, you know, okay, but even ground. like non-conspiratorially, even non-conspiratorially, right? The- the reason I pick my leader is because I know he's... I'm not picking anybody who I think thinks he has the answer for everything because nobody does. I want the leader who's going to pick the right people for the right job. And in that moment, I hope he was thinking, well, I have the right people in the right, in the right positions and they're going to take care of this. I'm going to get out of this classroom and once I get back to my uh, a better position... We'll we'll be able to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude. Nine eleven was one of the craziest moments uh, in my memory. And when I really look back on it, that we, this is before you know modern cell phones, except for the guy who called in mid air on the flight ninety four uh, to tell his wife he loves her, and then he said, <laughs> "Let's roll." And then they, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna charge the we're gonna charge the cockpit, take him out. I'm talking to you on a cell phone that shouldn't even work at this altitude. Let's roll! <laughs> I love you, baby America! Let's roll! What I really can't understand is why were their text messages blue? <laughs> the iPhone didn't come out for 10 more years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. This, 
people, what, they made a whole movie about it. It's called Flight 94. If anyone out there doesn't believe me right now. No, no, I, 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 did, <laughs> ju- I, I did just see the, a clip not too long ago about the, uh, the one lady who was like, I, I had a message on my answering machine from my husband in the plane. And all I can think is like, damn, you guys had answering machines back then? Black- Blackberries, <laughs> which was pretty much what people were using that didn't work on the ground, let alone in the sky. Oh, good call. Nothing, there were not, this is 2001, like nobody had a cell phone. You had the no, Nokia. good call, we all had cell phones, but they didn't work. No, they were the Nokia crap phones, man. Nobody, had Blackberries, if you were a business person, like this wasn't. Uh, These weren't iPhones and shit. Like it's just. <laughs> here's no, what's... Isn't that, dude. I was just watching a movie from the '90s, and they had the Nokia's. Yeah. And, and all I could think about is remember how the they were like the big thing back then was making it smaller. Yes. Like SNL, all the comedians, they all had jokes where they would like Austin Powers had the tiny phone. The that tiny phone, yeah, man. You, you know what I mean? Like it was the whole joke yeah. that they're gonna make them so small. I wish. I think it's like now they're so big. Yeah, they're outrageous. Well, so you can get maximum radiation exposure, and they can just uh, charge up all the stuff they pumped into you with those mRNA vaccines. And no, oh, they just, goodbye. They made YouTube. them. Bi- they made them bigger so we could watch porn. Well, no, I, that's why pe- that's why the demand for the bigger <laughs> screen was there. And that's I, why they keep making porn them entertainment to be distracted. Why watch the sky when you could stare at your phone? Why engage the person next to you when you could just stare at your phone? So much better. So much better, man. You're in control of the environment and what's being played and said to you. You don't have to uh, deal with your surroundings, man. Did you see those uh, Apple goggles that got released or announced this week? What the fuck week? is that? Do they really think people are going to pay $3,500 for those ridiculous-looking goggles? I live in my grandma's basement. If I had $3,500, I'd go get a place. <laughs> Did you see them? Did you watch I work the... Uh... Full, I work full-time. I can't afford to live in this economy, dude. I think I'm gonna go buy thirty five hundred dollars sunglasses. No, but these are for they. I watched some of the videos, like the presentation that they did. Man, they were trying to make it seem they were showing people like in a business environment, like putting on the goggles, getting ready to do some work. It it really looks ridiculous. I think people are not down with that. Like, what happened to uh, the Google glasses? I was just dude, psycho. Didn't we try this? Nobody wanted the fucking Google Glasses. It's the exact same idea, but you guys just no, 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 no. made it People a wanted it. Nobody around the people that wanted it wanted them to have it. <clears throat> because you were just a fucking creep taking pictures of people. Yes, or you're staring at me while you're watching porn. Oh, that's weird. Am I, like, in your porno now? <laughs> Are you watching POV? <laughs> What's going on Why here? Why do you keep leaning in that direction? I'm... I better not be sucking anything. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) I just saw the, I saw the announcement. I watched the clip of, you know, how it's being utilized and how people are, who wants to wear that shit on their head? That's why I thought the Oculus and all this other nonsense is just cumbersome and heavy. And you like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, isn't it kind of yeah, weird it's to put just shit like on the your movies, head? like the the 3D movies? Like, you just forget. You kind of just forget, and then it's like, well, I might as well just play the regular video game. There, I don't know. it seems. Um, so I was reading that Apple hasn't come out with anything new, or they this is like their first big announcement or new product in years. And isn't it, isn't it since what's his name died? Since like 2014, I think actually that's like their first. Yeah, I think new... this is like the first thing. What's his name had nothing to do with Steve Jobs. Yes, this is a retarded, bogus, terrible idea in my personal opinion. Uh, not just because I don't think people want to wear scuba diving goggles uh, in order to experience augmented, you know, reality or 3D reality or even virtual reality, but. Uh, Nobody has three thousand five hundred dollars plus tax to spend on something like that, and it's just like I don't know. It's just one of these things where 
Somebody told all these companies that this is what we want. Yes. So no, they're all just yes. devoting a ton of money into making the best thing that we don't want. Apple should go you out know, there and do know. a poll. What would you rather have? Google or Apple goggles or the uh, iPod shuffle? How about you take all that money? And put it into fucking Apple Maps and get me home in 45 minutes. <laughs> no, no, no. That doesn't work out for Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum. <laughs> it's a bugs! You will own nothing. It's only going to get worse when people start working from work. <laughs> well, maybe this is the point, right? And maybe they're gearing us up for that kind of scenario. Look, there, the powers that be. The elitists, the one percenters, those in charge, they seem hell-bent, I would say, these days, on keeping us inside, locking us down. They loved COVID, man. That's where they want us to be. They want us back at home. I swear on it. And what have I been saying? What's oh, the- you, you, you were right. Okay. I thought you were saying climate change. You know what I didn't take into account? Smoke from fires. What Dude, have I been saying is going to be the next COVID? Right. The next you're COVID, right. folks, they're going to blame it on climate and climate I, swaths of the United. Oh, sorry, folks. Oh I, my oh, God. Yeah. Well, if we're talking fires and smoke, oh. I, you know, you got to do someone who's going to be a little dehydrated just to begin. Well, no wonder Let's they don't see. have enough water to put out these fires. Amy Goodman's fucking taking it off. <laughs> Oh, man. We found the source of the sponge. It's in Manhattan. It's Amy Goodman over at the Democracy Now! Studios. <laughs> Take her out! <laughs> so, uh, we have uh, a smoke phenomenon sweeping through the East Coast. They had to shut down baseball games. I had some fantasy players that couldn't play. Worked out for Dude, the better. They're blaming, uh, they're blaming our dry weather. They, uh, we have been in the driest season for like five months, and they're saying, ah, it's because of the fires in Canada. That's it right. started two days ago. Yeah, well, we're having record-breaking uh, uh, moisture and precipitation here in Colorado, but I must say, there are some videos floating around online. You could easily find them. There are time-lapsed videos and uh, photography of these fires in uh uh, Ottawa, Alberta, all throughout Canada, they seemingly start simultaneously from the satellite imagery. It's really bizarre. And you know me, mm. Mike, tinfoil hat nut job, conspiracy theorist over here. I absolutely believe they started these fires on purpose. They had them raging a month ago. It's what blanketed Colorado for about a week. Uh, if I know anything about Cubans, they love starting fires. <laughs> Oh, that's a deep cut because of uh, Trudeau or Castro, shall I say. Oh. That's right. Who's more fiery than a Cuban? People, you know? uh, look it up if you haven't already. Justin Trudeau. Castro. Castro, <laughs> illegitimate love child of Fidel Castro. No doubt about it. And you're right, Mike, if, if there's a Castro involved. <laughs> to be fair, he might have just been doing salsa in the woods. I think he just, uh, you know, he was lighting up a fine Cubano. And he tossed his uh, uh, match into the uh, brush nearby, <laughs> and it just kick-started this phenomenon, man. See, the cool part of him, the Cuban part, had a cigar. <laughs> was about to smoke it in the woods, you know, but then he's got a tinge of <laughs> him from the Canadian side. <laughs> so when the, when the match got a little too hot, he dropped it. Ouch! You know? <laughs> Started this whole mess. He's worse than the cow in Chicago. Oh, man, no, he was hanging out with Bill, and uh, Bill thought he had put it out in the... Well, never mind. So uh, we'll keep on uh, going on. That's a deep, deep-cut cigar joke for anyone out there that <laughs> wants to look up their history on Bill Clinton and cigars. Or and just listen to the dude, man. Just then, just think about how he put out that cigar. All right, so uh, we... Are- <laughs> oh, so we're gonna- That's why I said. It was a deep, deep, deep cut. I didn't cut. even get that one. Uh. All 
right, so uh, we're talking. We're talking. She made a fortune off of it. We're talking forest fires, talking Canada. We're talking uh, East Coast. Make sure you're <laughs> hydrated, people. It's Amy Goodman time. Large swaths of the United States and Canada woke up to hazy skies and air quality alerts for a third straight day today as thick smoke from Canadian wildfires continues to blanket areas as far west as Kansas and as far south as the Carolinas. New York City's skies turned an unworldly orange as the city recorded its worst-ever air quality reading on Wednesday. New York Governor Kathy Hochul called the situation an emergency crisis. Uh, uh, here we go, folks. Emergency. How, how's that lady still in power? Yeah, why didn't anyone... Was she like a temporary... And There was supposed to be like an election? Wasn't there supposed to be some sort of FBI-organized uh, kidnapping, like with uh, Gretchen uh, Whitmer, 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 Gretchen, I can't, Gretchen, Gretchen, I can't say her name. Stupid name. It has an immediate impact on people's health. <laughs> Irritation to the eyes, the nose, uh, breathing, coughing. So, an Better inner shortness up. of breath. So Stop right there. Like, I, like, you guys do not understand the word emergency. To me, a health emergency is I might die if I go outside. Okay? Short of that, don't call it an emergency. A tickly throat and a stuffy nose? <laughs> It's not an emergency, dude. Could you imagine being one of the gentlemen on the D-Day boats and you're cruising out to the beach, you're about to storm, and you're one of the fellas is like, hold on, guys, there's an emergency. I have a tickly throat and a runny nose. Everybody <laughs> Nobody told yourselves. me the Germans were going to burn their garbage while we were walking in there. Did, did everybody bring their masks? I hope everybody's wearing a mask. <laughs> Well, did you hear the six cigarette, the six cigarettes thing? I'm excited for this one. Please, Dude, lay down I heard me. it on so many fucking left wing. Oh, news. really? This is like a thing. Yeah. They say the air quality in New York is so bad. A man working outside for eight hours is inhaling the equivalent of six cigarettes worth of toxins. Ah, uh, so lock it down, people. Lock it down <laughs> and wear your mask. Yeah. The real men who are working outside are smoking more than six cigarettes while they're out there. <laughs> well, people, don't fret. I just read, it's breaking news right now, Tony Fauci and Peter Dasha created a uh, vaccine that fights smoke <laughs> inhalation. You wouldn't believe it. It's an mRNA vaccine. It, it battles smoke inhalation. You, just, you gotta take uh, you know, several boosters, but you know, eventually you'll get some definite immunity. Well, not a hundred percent, seventy-five percent immunity from the smoke inhalation. Me and Peter, we we teamed up with the Shell Oil Company, <laughs> Pfizer and Shell. It's gonna be great. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> we give you the shot. It coats your lungs in an oil. This oil, this oil makes it a little harder to breathe. It's okay. It's okay. You're gonna be fine. But the, but the smoke's going to get caught in the oil, so your body can just flush it out. It's going to be great. Oh my. He's back, people. You, you thought you were done. Oh, no. I, I told the government, just give PETA. Give him, like, $10 million. That should cover it. How close are we to a vaccine that helps fight climate change? I, folks, five seconds. <laughs> they got you on the hook already. You know at least 30% of you are going to take one shot. I can't. I can't stop the climate change, but I'm working on one that will reduce your carbon footprint. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, get five boosters of this carbon footprint vaccine and you'll be dead. Xi put his top, his top scientists on it. <laughs> oh, man. Fauci's been awfully quiet lately. Uh, Rand Paul was interviewed the other day and he said he's... Uh, finalizing and about to publish a book about Tony Fauci, his gain-of-function yeah, research. Fuck and you, his... Rampa. Fuck you, Rampa. I don't want to read your stupid fucking book. Uh... I, want you, I want you to call this man into Congress. I want you to charge him with lying to Congress. I want you to fucking do something. I don't want to read your stupid fucking book. Yeah, we need a Nuremberg two electric boogaloo, please. Thank you. You said you were you said you were gonna do something. Do something. Thank God we didn't make you president. 
I take back every good thing I said about you on this podcast for two years. Oh, man. Don't worry. Someday you will be Ted Cruz. They all do uh, get the Ted Cruz treatment. We love you. We hate you. We love you again. Round and round. Round and round and round and round. If you're my politician, my love for you is bipolar, as it should be. No, I, I have zero love for any politician. You're all scum. You're part of the same swamp, I swear on it. And speaking of swamps, the one in uh, uh. New York, dude, they cannot breathe. <laughs> it's going to be reiterated multiple times because it is simply stay indoors. Some schools. Yeah, so folks, I'm serious about this. Let me go back a little bit because stay I've been talking about this for so, a while. And even shortness of breath. So our message right now <laughs> is going to be reiterated multiple times because it is simply going to be reiterated multiple times are you ready stay indoors some schools stay indoors Man, it's literally like they listen to your podcast and now they're like that's a good idea frank you know what we're gonna just gonna take everything we did for covid and shift it to climate change. i can't believe they're doing it wait i but- didn't know see my my doubting you wasn't that <laughs> i thought it was a bad theory or flawed, I just, I didn't see how they were going to do it. Yeah, but my theory was based on the pattern, and it's obvious what the pattern is, the language. Just pay attention to the language, and you can see. I know, but did you see them doing it with smoke? Yes. this is giving them the chance to bring back masks. This is giving them, this is, they love it. Mike, you're psycho, because you're right. Here come the masks. New Jersey and New York have closed their doors today, while hospital emergency rooms reported an increase in patients with respiratory issues. Flights were grounded. The emergency rooms? How close are they to being overbooked? (laughs) Please tell me, Amy. Are we overbooked? No! How many beds? I I actually uh, read earlier this morning, they spotted a ship with Chris Cuomo at the hem. He's driving it. Uh, It's the hospital (laughs) ship, the hospital bed ship. It's the Cuomo brothers together. They, they're driving it in. They're going to save New York. They're on, they're on the hospital bed ship. Chris Cuomo's driving. Andrew's yeah. on the front swinging a rope like a lasso. Ready to hook. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Cuomo bros, they're on their way on the hospital bed ship, folks. Don't you worry, New York. Your heroes are coming. <laughs> They have a full ship. It's totally stocked and equipped with gigantic cotton swabs. <laughs> you're so psychotic, bro. Oh, so- I was just thinking, I picture like this giant ship, two chains going to the front, right? And it's, it's hooked up to either end of a giant cotton swab. With Andrew, Andrew Cuomo's got it in his mouth, and he's just swimming, pulling this whole fucking ship. You know? They're going to resurrect the Cuomo's. Reported an increase in patients with respiratory issues. Flights were grounded at airports in the Northeast as cities, including Philadelphia and Washington, D.C., also experience unhealthy levels of smoke. The worst of the pollution. Dude, stop. I'm stop right there. I mean, you called this because I didn't even think about how amazing this is. Because you can even. They're like five seconds away from being like, that's it. Non emergent, not essential personnel. Yes. You're not allowed on the essential road. Essential personnel we, only. Because the you know the emergency vehicles are having a hard time seeing on the road, so that's it. All if you're not essential, get out. Folks, stay like, home. This lane is for man. dispensary owners only. We got to open the dispensaries and the liquor stores. Okay, so this is the, <laughs> this is the emergent <laughs> this is the emergency lane for dispensaries and liquor stores. Essential. What are you workers. doing, ma'am? You're going to your uh, work at an office. Get the fuck. You trying to kill people? Are you trying to fucking kill people? Get the fuck out. <laughs> oh, sir. No, you go ahead. Go ahead to the liquor store. I know you need that. Uh, so I'm telling you, I've been saying it since day one of COVID. This is the beta test. They're, the next COVID is climate change. How easy is it to start fires and smoke out a city and say, folks, for your safety, you gotta, we got to lock you into the homes. And if you want to leave your home because you're an essential worker, you got to wear that mask to protect you. What, oh who cares God. now? You We're just going to tell you to wear the mask. Muzzle up, sheep. Muzzle up. You called it, man. I can't believe you were right. You called it. From the Northeast by Friday, though conditions may remain hazardous through part of the weekend. Health experts are advising people who need to be outdoors to wear N95 masks if possible to block out the dangerous fine particulate matter from the smoke. Forecasters expect the smoke (laughs) to the south and west. The idea of activists are calling on President Biden to declare a climate emergency. Emergency! Scientists expect more events like this. 
Texas yes. wildfires have increased due to climate change-induced droughts and high temperatures. We'll have more on the wildfires and the climate crisis after headlines with New York Times writer David Wallace-Wells. Oh, yeah. They're going to really lay it on thick later in the show and scare the yeah. shit out of you. Hell yeah, man. Mask up, sheep. I hope you people are ready, you stupid idiots. You fell for it the first time. They know they got you the second time. You think I'm joking? Vaccine to fight climate change? They're going to pump you up with whatever fucking poison they want, and you're going to take it because you're a fucking sheep, and you're going to wear your mask while you wait in line for it, you stupid idiots. I told you all. I warned you all. I fucking told you. Yes! All right. my first... You know, my first question would be to these people is N95. You, you guys told me a handkerchief was good for a, for an aerosol virus. <laughs> Dude, I'm so fucking blown away by this. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I love I that idea today. of remember the three years we told you these N95 masks work and then it turned out they didn't? Well, now they definitely do work for this. I'm oh, just, okay, oh man, I, I'm. I've been calling it, I've been saying it, I can feel it. They are obsessed with controlling us Dude, by yeah, convincing you know us we're destroying the climate. I've been seeing people wearing masks again, and I'm like, where is this coming from? I think they're wearing it because of the smoke here. Man. And it's, it's barely here, you can't see anything. I'm just, uh, I, I think this is particularly fascinating to to me because I thought it would take like 10 years, another generation, but no, I, I, the onslaught is real. I I think there's some sort of thing happening where they're either realizing they've lost a lot of control over the masses through their media. And so they, they're, they're doing one last grasp or I, I, or there's forever this group. This thirty percent of people who are just going to buy into whatever the the machine says to them, and yeah, they're and, and and we the rest of us who are not a minority here, we are a majority. The people who who are opposed to lockdowns, opposed to closing schools, opposed to being muzzled, opposed to being forced to take experimental gene therapies. You know, all this is a majority of people. We were conned and ruled it over by the minority during COVID. Are we really going to let this minority control us with the climate narrative? It feels like we're allowing it to happen. There's I don't know. <laughs> we have to until the majority starts voting. Well, I don't, we're not the majority. Look, they voted for Joe Biden. They dropped every phrase in this clip. Emergency. Yeah. Masks. Lockdown. No, oh, they didn't use lock. They don't use lockdowns anymore, right? What was it? Well, uh, they just advised you. Stay advised at home. you stay at home for safety. That's yeah, pretty crazy. They talked about those who are, uh, you know, have predispositions to having issues with lung problems. I mean, come on, man. Oh, it's all over again. It's it, this is. They figured out a formula. And they figured out a certain type of language that is very effective to a tiny group of people. And this vocal tiny group of people seems to dictate the news. And it seems to, like, this smoke, man. I have to tell you, out here in Colorado, we, uh, outside of this year, the <laughs> wettest year we have ever had, we typically are super dry out here and we have fires. That's a usual problem. Um, being smoked out for several days, not atypical. Do you know what I'm saying? Like something you could deal with. Uh, everybody knows like, oh, wow, there's smoke in the air. I'm probably not going to go running today. Yeah, I mean, it's really not. Yeah, you're, it's you, not that bad. We never had gonna, the government locking us in our homes. I'm, I think we're very close to the lockdowns. So <clears throat> if you live in New York City, you're day in and day out. You're breathing so much brake dust. <laughs> that is the worst thing in the world for you. You and so. I kind of conflicted during the wintertime when they were instituting the blizzard lockdowns. And I, I agreed with you. 
that you were right and I was wrong that when it comes into, you know, emergency, true emergency situations like people being stranded and the highways being overrun by unbelievable historic amounts of snow that were in no way whatsoever created artificially by our chemtrailing abilities uh, and cloud seeding abilities. But, you know, you remember we were kind of disagreeing on on, on just the emergency aspect and the stay-at-home aspect, and I was very anti the language because I felt like even, yes, I agree, you want to use, hey, it's an emergency. We advise you stay at home and stay off the roads because we need to, you know, we need emergency vehicles to use those roads. I get it. I totally get it. But the language at the time, just a few months back, seemed very peculiarly similar to what we experienced during COVID lockdowns. And now all of a sudden, here we are. We got the smoke coming from Canada, and they no, are this just. This is totally different. They are this free totally firing the COVID lockdown phrases, man. The no, language is, is back. This is totally different because the snow thing, they never said you have to stay at home. The snow thing was you just can't go on the streets until they're plowed. Yes. And no, that, that was because the car gets stuck. Now we can't plow. And so now nobody can ever get anywhere. They had, you know what I they mean? They were just using particular <clears throat> words, certain language. But I'm that saying it's a, it's a big time. difference between like you have to stay in your house and hey, don't go on the roads until they're plowed. One one is one makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I'm I'm just saying the language at the time is what got me, and now I'm seeing, like, oh, they were kind of almost priming us language-wise. You know, we're going to get you back used to staying at home for safety, uh, doing things for your safety. Uh, it's inconvenient for you, but it's for your safety. And then here we go, smoke time. Oh, we're, we're shutting down. We're locking up. No schools for your kids. Uh, everybody stay home, uh, you know. All the nonsense. Oh, better mask up if you're, uh, you know, I've got the preconditions or whatever. Like the back to the language. So yeah. that bothers me. Whenever I hear the language creep back in, I get no, a little. I get it. This is different than the snow, though, because the snow thing's not even really for your safety. It's so we can plow the street. I totally agree. I'm just saying, so, language. Th- language is powerful. The language is powerful, and they just seem to keep reminding us of that kind of language every few months they want to keep reminding us of the power of the government to shut things down uh that's kind of my obsession these days and our culture and our public again this kind of almost minority group this like 30 something percent of people dude they don't want to go back to work and i've been dying to play this clip for you and here we go this week, Yelp, the reviews app, announced it was closing its last U.S. office in Phoenix. Its workers will be remote permanently. At the same time, Meta, the company that owns Facebook and Instagram, is mandating its workers return to the office three days a week starting in September. And they're not alone. Here's CBS's Carter Evans. Yeah, come on, Carter. It may be back to the office at Credit Karma. Oh. But it's not business as usual. Ooh, Aren't you supposed to be at work? We are at work. Right now, senior manager Lupe Romo is working on his pool game. How is this not a waste? And this is why America is doomed. Do you see? Uh, (laughs) I I can't believe the tech sector is losing thousands of jobs. (laughs) They're they're playing pool. It's a bunch of dudes drinking craft beer, playing pool in the office. Oh, yeah, you're really working. You're really valuable. At what point do you think you're worth your salary? (laughs) If that's what you're doing. It's... Like, dude, I have de- dude, I have days where they're like, hey, we're slow. This is the only job you get today, so just stretch it out for eight hours. Dude, sometimes I feel bad doing that. Sure, yeah. I'm, you know what yeah, I mean? Because I mean, you're, you're kind of stealing, you know? Well, yeah. You know, I'm more of a lunchtime stretcher myself. You know, I go for the... Uh... Yeah, I'll stretch the lunch. But I mean, dude, you're stealing. You're, you're stealing. You're, 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 you're being paid to do a job. You're not working. You're playing pool and drinking beer. That's what they, uh, they're working, man. They're socializing. That's, well, there's, there's a point to it. And people. Exactly what CEO Ken Lin wants to see after three years of working from home. We think there is more energy. There's more creativity. Uh, people work better together. 
to encourage collaboration, there's a game room, yoga, a coffee bar, and it's all How free. little you were you doing at home if this is better? <laughs> I, I'm serious. People were living, like, sedentary lives. They're... Making cash on OnlyFans, doing porn, and... I mean, yeah, wow, I know, it looks like they're just fucking off, but hey, before this, they were spending 90% of their time jerking off and watching <laughs> porn. Uh... Has anyone seen Jeffrey Tubin? What's that guy up to? <laughs> you know, you get a lot more done in between games of ping pong than you do in between jerk-off sessions. In between jerk-off sessions, you just nap. <laughs> Like, what the fuck are we talking about here? Oh, you guys are at work? Oh, we're back to work. And it's all free. You've got a long line here. Well, it's by design, right? We actually want interaction. Across the country, company leaders are making headlines with calls to return to the office. About 30 of you didn't even open or crack open laptops for a whole month. One study found 38% of managers agreed that remote workers usually perform worse than those in the office. 22%. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Are you, I'm so, are you kidding me? Companies requiring employees to come in three days a week, despite some pushback. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. COVID, COVID strikes, right? We all shut down. We go to remote work. Yes. It took about it took about seventy two hours before all the managers and bosses were like, "Hey, I don't think my people are doing anything. We need to track them." <laughs> yes, dude. So they came out with some fucking thing that they came out with a program that tracked your mouse usage to make sure you were actually at your computer working. That's right, right? man. Yeah. That was like seventy two hours after COVID <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> wow. Right? Yeah. 73 hours after COVID lockdown, <laughs> like literally an hour later, people were online on Etsy selling fuck things that would move your mouse, things that would trick your computer into making the mouse move. Oh, awesome. Like, yeah, like a like a little gizmo battery powered that just moves around the mouse for you. Yeah. More time was spent on making more time and energy and into it in uh Innovation. Ingenuity and yeah, Ingenuity man, was dedicated yeah. towards making people's bosses believe they were working. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I'm kind of all for that. And now you're coming out three years later and telling me, oh, you know what? Those people might not be working as hard as the ones in the office. That's right, man. They think maybe you could get a little more productivity out of people if you... <laughs> I don't know. Make them come to work. I guess that's kind of. A I feel weird like we concept. all live in this world, but only like a third of us actually see it. Yeah, you know? I, I think you're right on the money. Honestly, yes. Like you, it took you this long to figure this out. never believed work from home is a real thing unless you're a salesperson. Uh, Emma does sales person work. She is right. on the road she, often. She, she does not work from home. She's never home. Yeah, she she's on the road but also does work from home and goes to an office whenever she has the ability and I've made fun of her actually because she she goes to her office more often than people who work at that office. And she oh, she just uses it as kind of like a place to go to to kind of engage with the company. And, and she has always told me, you know, I she just loves waking up, getting ready, getting dressed, having the coffee, you know, and going to work. Dude, what happened to people wow. having purpose and meaning to life and getting up in the morning and starting your day and, you know, taking care of business, you know, making some oh, money? Dude. dude, the drive, need- the fire, where did it go, people? Anybody who's been to college, right? Yeah, man. You, you know, the classes you're acing, they're no problem. You're you're doing that homework at home. The minute you're failing a class, you're not doing that homework at home. You're <laughs> right. going, you're going to the uh, the center, yes. you know, the learning center, yes, right. And you're spending two extra hours there doing the homework there because, you know, or even just 
sometimes it's just a matter of going to the library, getting two hours of complete silence in a, in a you know in an environment that's made for that. How about being you know, at the not- office and just engaging with other people, maybe people who are higher up than you, and then they see your smiling face all the time and yeah. engage with you, and, just, you know? A lot of times it's the, like, I'm just saying, like, sometimes you don't understand the homework or something, but just being in a library, you'll get it, right? Like, Yeah, being surrounded by that knowledge. Plus, there's nothing there but that. Like you go to work, when I go to work for plumbing, there's nothing, I'm not surrounded by anything but plumbing. I literally cannot do anything but plumb. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I'm not being distracted by the TV, by the computer, by the kids, you know? There's no opportunity to do your own OnlyFans right there or videotape yourself playing a video game. They don't even want us going to the store. They literally pay a guy to bring us the parts. Like, that's it. Come, you come to this site, you plumb (laughs) until this time, you know? Yeah, and I never knew it was plum. I knew there were plumbers and you're plumbing, but I just never associated it with, you know, the plum. Yeah, plum. Not to be confused with the plum bob. Now, sometimes there are a plumbers named Bob who could be a bob that... <laughs> is a plum bob? Wow. Or plum bobs? A plum bob is just a weight you hang from a string oh, so you can nice. find, so you can measure. And a plum tree, folks. Delicious. Never forget. Great. Absolutely. Fire. And just like humans, the Italians are the best. (laughs) Come in three days a week, despite some pushback. The job market was on fire. I love that. Three days a week. You guys are fighting for three days a week. Pushback. I can't get through five seconds of this clip. This is so fucking. It's pissing me off so much. Why do you think I've been trying to play this? Three days a week. (laughs) They're getting pushback, dude. Are these people French? What's going on here? Now they probably want to retire at 62. I can only imagine. And so it gave, dude, gave our boss was laughing because we slowed down. We slowed down, and so for like three weeks, everybody worked five days. They were all calling him, I guess. Even I called him to ask him if something was wrong. Like, hey, man, did I fuck up or something? Why am I, why am I only working five? You know what I mean? Like, We've lost our way, America. A lot listen, of dude, leverage. come on. Now that the market is slowing down drastically, I believe that leverage has shifted to the employer. Commercial real estate investor Patrick Carroll is hoping offices fill up soon. I think it's going to take mandates. It's going to take, you know, losing their job. And I think people frame it the wrong way when they talk about your turn to office as a function of productivity or compensation. It's about the culture that you want to work in. For these employees, it's a place that promotes a happy work and happy social life. So I got No! <laughs> no, you're not there to socialize. You should not have a social your work is not about your social life. You should show up to work, and no matter what, just be at a, at a, at a medium. I mean, you should be content at best. Just everybody content and just neutral. And you shouldn't hate anybody. You shouldn't love anybody. You should just be neutral. And you should go to work and do your fucking job. You're not there to socialize. You're not there to make your best friend for life. You're not there to meet your spouse. You're not there, you know what I mean? Go to the bar after work and get a fucking drinking buddy at the bar. You go to work, you go to fucking work. Do your fucking job. Go home cash that paycheck you you when you go to work you are no different than the fucking robot i you know what i mean yes you were, you were just a paid body oh yeah god it enraged you. you know what i had a conversation with the guy today at work about this and i i, I truly believe it you know, everybody should be forced to run a business for two years because then you actually learn how much of a piece of shit you are and how much your boss and the owner of your company actually is depending on you. Yes. And, and, just, and how much you are actually letting him down on a daily basis. That's right, man. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It's insane. It's insane. I started this company to make money and to, to, to provide an income for other people. I, not a social life. I'm not Mark Zuckerberg. He wants you to socialize. I don't give a fuck who your friends are. I want you to build this widget. Build the fucking widget and then go socialize afterwards. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, man. No, I'm, I'm totally uh, on board. I'm 100% on board with you. And, oh, I just dropped a 100%er. Oh, like yeah. Three, so, three, three days. Yeah, three, three days a week? Three days a week. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing for. It, it, I don't know. Here's my problem, right? I work with guys <laughs> that work, right? Yeah. And, like,. You know, one of the guys that you just, I just talked to the other day, 
What is it? Dude, this guy, he works 60 hours a week. And you talk to him, what do I talk to him? What do I ask him about? He bought a fucking, one of those, like, forges. And he's trying to, like, learn how to, like, forge knives. Right? So, on top of working 60 hours a week, this guy's making time to go home and learning how to forge metal. All you f***ers there who are working three (laughs) days a week, I guarantee you, you don't know how to forge metal. And you're not learning. You're, You're fucking playing video games. It's uh, it's insane. It's uh, like, pretty wild. It'd be stuff one thing you if really you worked to work for three days three and then you days. learned a skill that actually helps society. Man, I I look forward to the three day weekends. Working three days? Are you kidding me? Few and far between, as they should be. Yeah, well, you get about one a month in our society. It's about how it should go, and it's very. You know, we nice. just we, we passed May Day. We didn't even talk about it. But Thro- throw down a go- little May Day for us, please. Go look at what people like. People fought and died, not like wars, but like protesters and everything. Like people sacrificed a lot to get our labor rights. Yes, you know, and everything. And the and, <laughs> I mean, well, just just the two day weekend is amazing. It's amazing. It's such a gift. I don't think you guys realize, dude. I've been in the Middle East. You think they get two day weekends? You think they work forty hour weeks? Dude, it's seven days a week. Job's done when it's done. We, like, it, 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 we grew up working in landscaping, and landscaping is a seven-day-a-week gig if uh, you're uh, you know, running your own company. We learned that at a very young age. Uh, you know, when, uh, when there's yeah. money to be made, you're going to work on the day of rest. No doubt about it. You know, like, uh, you're going to keep going right. through Monday because it's money to be made. There used to be hustle. You drive a fire in the belly in people in this country. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened. I, I don't understand where this idea came from that, well, it, it's deserved or owed to me that I work three days a week and the rest of the week I do fucking nothing and vacation. You know what I think happened, man? You know what I think happened is everybody says the American dream is dead and I keep telling everybody American dream is not dead. You know what I just realized? The fucking problem is we made the American dream so easy that now people are sitting there whining and they think they should get it for three days a week. Yes, absolutely. Our grandparents didn't come here with $40 and just get handed the American dream. And they didn't get it on three days working. You know what I mean? You're right on the money, man. And you know what? There's protesting going on. It's just uh, not the kind of protesting that we had in mind. The melee between protesters and LGBTQ advocates erupted as tempers flared. Steps outside the Glendale Unified School District board meeting. If you do not disperse, you will be arrested. As police near Los Angeles declared an unlawful assembly arresting those who became violent, inside district leaders were forced to take a recess. We are going to need to pause for a moment. The board met to approve a resolution recognizing Pride Month as it's done for years. Officials saying intentional and harmful disinformation has been circulating about what is being taught in our district. Parents want transparency and then parents want the uh, option to opt out. I think the curriculum is fairly well designed. I know the teachers put a lot of work into it. This week's skirmish, which California's governor called... There's video uh, that they're showing... Uh, this is an audio show um, where these there's like huge brawls going on apparently in front of the in front of these schools between what happened they're they're fighting each other over the uh, these schools allowing LGBTQI BLT sandwich community books to be read in their schools system mm. yeah. An organized campaign of hate is just the latest in a series of violent confrontations during Pride Month. Just days ago, protesters clashed outside an L.A. elementary school where a pride flag was burned. This is just NBC. They're, they're very good at stoking the flames of hatred and division, so uh, this is where this is all leading. I love how offended he was at them burning the pride flag. Oh, but here's, here's where it's going. Its campaign declared a state of emergency for the LGBTQ community, sounding the alarm over the current political climate and culture wars. Tragically, this has come to our district, but we're really seeing this all over the place. Tonight, a month of celebration turning into days of confrontations.
All right, so the the LGBT BLT sandwich community declared a state of uh, emergency. Where is this? <laughs> nationwide. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's a whole nation. It's a nationwide state of emergency for the uh, BLT sandwich community, man. They are under attack. Did we ever do one for that? Uh, ah, well, fuck that town. But remember that that stupid little town in Ohio that we nuked? No, with, no. With the train. I, I don't. <laughs> is anyone talking about? New Lebanon, what was it? New Israel? <laughs> New Palestine. New Palestine. New Palestine. We, we already forgot about New Palestine. We, we <laughs> nuked that town and nobody's nobody's doing anything for them. We're talking about them. No, worse than Hiroshima. And uh yeah, no, no. Remember the mush like the only mushroom cloud in a fucking US suburb? That that was crazy and no, uh I don't think that was a state of emergency. Oh, <laughs> uh, but this but the whole That's a great call. I wonder, like, yeah, is there a state of emergency for like the Ohio River or whatever was flowing through <laughs> that town? Like, no. we got anything going on there? Holy shit! I totally forgot about all of that. That's crazy, man. What about the West Coast that are literally dumping cesium-soaked water? You talk Japan? Uh, yeah, Fukushima is uh, draining out the uh, yeah. leak over at the plant there, and we are up in arms. the uh, The people are fighting each other. They're coming to fisticuffs. Over teaching LGBTQIPLP plus, uh, I, I, how many letters are in there? They're, they're teaching all this uh, stuff to the kids. The kids aren't supposed to learn it, according to one group, but according to another another group, they really oh, want the drag dude. queens to come in and read it to them. I love the f- I love the idea that in a country where your group is celebrated for an entire month. You are under threat, and that is a state of emergency. Yes. It's mind-blowing, dude. State of emergency, you guys have a whole month. A whole, yeah, a whole month. month. And you nailed it, by the way, when we uh, when we listened to Macho Man by the Village People. They had the whole 70s decade. Oh, that was your decade. We and gave most of you. the 80s. Are you kidding we me right now? We literally gave you a whole period. It's mind-blowing yeah. that they... Uh, they like demand to have a month every year actually now and now they have the state of emergency which is uh quite honestly just outrageous oh actually maybe we're on the right path see they had a decade now they get a month oh good call. They'll just have a day a day would be all right i'm down with people oh, getting I'll a, give day. The gay, a gay day gay i can day. go for a gay day gay day Do sounds all right a may gay day may i'll gay do a day. may gay day the Italians, though, no day. We're taking away Columbus Day, and you get no day of your own. And May Gay Day is also MGD. Great beer. <laughs> Somebody called Dylan Mulvaney. Stat. <laughs> we got a new idea. Do a little MGD. You know, you, you know, what's, cra- you know what's crazy? <laughs> Bud Light was like the number one selling beer in America. I saw this, actually. That's I didn't know that. That's really wild. I didn't either. I always hated Bud Light. And apparently, um, I've been hearing anecdotally on a local uh, level for people that are involved with the Anheuser-Busch, they are, in fact, actually saying seeing a bit of a hit from the protesting. Oh, no, there's, yeah, there's actually talk that they might lose Bud Light. Yeah. I, I think they yeah. actually... Is it possible that Bud Light went so woke that they went so broke that Bud Light will cease to exist? That's crazy. Did you see what's going on with this Dylan Mulvaney? Emma told me yesterday he's now a dude again dating women. No. Well, yeah. Yes. No, that's that's what I heard. Now he's a lesbian. No, 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 no. Now he's a non-binary lesbian. No, no, she's, now they are a non-binary lesbian. Yeah, it's a guy named Dylan who's dating chicks. (laughs) So, Dylan decided he was non-binary, then he was gay. Or no, he was gay, then he was non-binary, then he became a she. That's right. Now, she (laughs) is non-binary, meaning she's not, she's back. To not being a man or a girl, but oh, yeah. she has a dick and she <laughs> wants to fuck women. Well, that's a that's a hey now for me. I gotta say, I have no idea. 
I'm now I'm rethinking what I thought I knew about turfs. What's turfs again? Could you explain that one? I thought I had turfs down. Now you spring all this Dylan Mulvaney spider web. It's so so simple. Trans-exclusionary radical feminist. I don't know why it's so hard to remember. Dylan Mulvaney, he's, uh, so he's back. He's going to be Dylan. Well, see, this guy's a genius. And we've been saying it from day one, by the way. Uh, all jokes aside, this guy just played the media and, and the world. He got a ton of publicity. He made a shit ton of money. He never got any surgeries. Yeah. I guarantee he I, took no drugs. No, no, and- no, no. He did do surgeries. He got the, uh, he did like the trans face and the tits. No, I Emma. Oh, no tits. Just no, the trans face, though. He did the feminized face thing. Sure. So he's got the feminine face, but he didn't do any of the the major real right. deal sur- surgeries. This guy played the system. He made a shit ton of money, and he became super famous. And he's probably a sick, weird dude obsessed with fame and publicity and being out there and all that stuff. And uh, of course he went back to just being a dude who bangs chicks. He will probably be a dude who bangs chicks. He probably the whole time was a dude who bangs chicks. How do we even know he actually got this facial surgery or any of the imagery we saw of him as real? There's so much great tech out there. This guy. I don't think he ever fucked dudes. But. Oh no, he did say he was gay. It doesn't even matter. We don't even know if he changed how he looks. That could have been Photoshop and digitally enhanced CGI AI nonsense. We have no idea. We don't even know if Dylan Mulvaney's a real person.